Hello, I'm Cameron Penamone. And I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this is Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat. voice you're hearing talking is referring to my snowball my blue snowball it's not mine scott bought it anywho welcome sean to- oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. welcome, <laughs> welcome <laughs> sean wait did we already start is this like yeah, yeah no, we're, we're, just, we're just going um, <laughs> we could we could also edit that if it needs to be edited can have a read anyway sorry that's okay i was gonna say welcome, welcome back. back yeah welcome and- back and welcome sean and welcome sean Dempsey, that's okay to say. <laughs> oh no, I've been exposed. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're, we're joined today uh, because this topic is actually kind of Sean's idea, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Is that right? Yeah, I, I wanted to, I don't, when you guys did the first uh, fan, fan art episode, it was very intriguing. And uh, I got into lots of uh, arguments with my wife about it. <laughs> so I thought, That's... you know, I want to come on here and have arguments with other people at oh, it, too. Oh, God. <laughs> so... We aim to put a wedge in marriages. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, should we talk about what everybody's drinking? Yeah, sure. We always forget. Sean, why don't you go first? Yeah, so I'm uh, drinking a cider by Vandermill. Yum. Uh, it is called the, it's totally roasted. Yum. Uh, the melody of cinnamon, pecan, and <gasps> vanilla will dance on your palate. This is an eye-opening example of what cider can be. We hope you love it as much as we do. Oh, wow. That's written on the can. Does that feel, is that true? Do you think that's true? Yeah, yeah. It, it actually, it tastes kind of like almost like holiday-y, I think, because of the mm. cinnamon and spices in it. Yum. But it's, it's like a great fall. treat even in September. September. <laughs> September. Delicious. Cam, what you got? Um, Good old-fashioned, not an old-fashioned. I got an Arnold Palmer spiked yet again, because, I don't know, they called to me in the... And I am drinking Prophecies wine, the rosé flavor. Out of a mug, too. Out of a mug. I like that. If this is the first time joining us, Prophecy is a wine that we discovered we really like. Mm -hmm. Um, You should listen to the brands. Was that episode? It was episode um, 18, Get the Font Away From Me. Right. (laughs) About yeah. packaging uh, design, graphic design. We talked about prophecy a little bit there. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you can learn more about it there. And this time I won't actually forget the artist's name because I've already forgotten it. Me too. But I'll Yay. actually put it in the description this time. All right, let's get into it. If everybody's ready. I'm ready. Yep. <laughs> okay. Ready. Fan art 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> that's it uh that's the title of this episode okay great so after our fan art episode sean came up with some great questions um why don't you say the first one so yeah basically like i said you know because i had gotten into some discussions about you know what is and is not fan art one of the first ones that came up for anyone who is uh, familiar with art history, you might recognize as uh, Roy Lichtenstein, 
Because mm-hmm. he essentially, what he would do is take comic panels and recreate them very large, um, you know, paint them essentially. And so he would be painted in that kind of very same comic style and he would paint the uh, half tones into it and mm-hmm. then he would hang it in a gallery. And so it's, it's clearly directly comic panels. Yeah. So is that yes. fan art? Mm-hmm. Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie. Whoa. Okay. Well, I do not think it's fan art. I don't. And we forgot to define what fan art is to us. But um, <laughs> anyway, I don't think his work is fan art. I think it's a comment on comics for yeah. sure. But like fan art to me is when you take a recognizable character and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I've seen any of his stuff like actually take like Superman or Batman like I don't know I don't think I've seen that before it's just emulated the style Mm -hmm. there if I remember correctly there are pieces that do that it's actually sometimes (laughs) Disney characters if I remember correctly there's a big old famous Donald Duck piece he does I think maybe I'm just making stuff up but we're not lying that sounds kind of familiar we should google that um and while you're googling that I guess I can give my point of view yeah go go for it (laughs) I don't know. You don't um, know. Cam has I, the complicated... <laughs> I already, already sort of forgot what I had said in the original episode, but... You contradicted yourself a lot. lot. Yeah. Fun times. I think that I also am on the side of maybe not fan art. Did you find the Donald... Okay, we it, found it, the Donald Duck? He, he has a piece called Look Mickey. Okay. It oh, has um, Donald Duck and Mickey on it. Okay. So clearly, char- like... Using um, actual characters from Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clear, okay, clear depictions of them. Do we know, so is that from a comic? Like, I don't know. No, that's that's him. It looks like or it's a he... painting on a can. It's a painting on a canvas. Got you, but like, is that an original piece, though? Like, did he, does, like, do anything to change it? at all oh is, is are you saying like, like trace it and copy it and yeah like what i don't know? think i've seen so i don't know about that piece specifically <clears throat> but there are uh examples of pieces he has done where it is direct almost copies of like uh different pieces that oh, were comic yeah. panels that he then painted at a much larger size yep yes so I see. I don't know. To me, yeah, technically it could be fan art. Look, Mickey, look, Mickey could be fan art, but I feel like it's more of a comment, right, on the characters and Disney than it is like actually like you know, um, I don't know what the word like uplifting, like making these characters. But okay. I don't know. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I I can't think of the words like fan art. To me, is like you know showcasing these these characters mm-hmm. and putting them in a way that people want. It's, it's fan service, like I said before. Fan art to me is fan service, and I feel like this isn't really fan service. Right. I feel like, I mean, because I know, like, he is considered a pop artist, right? Right, right? Like, he falls into that movement, and so I guess my brain goes to that first, and it's mm-hmm. like, what, what do all pop artists tend to have in common? It's like that commentary on popular culture, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, like, after that first time that we recorded and talked about this, I kind of, like, looked up, just, like, literally just Googled fan art and saw whatever came up, and I kind of got a better idea of, like, 
your definition of it, Stephanie, and I think maybe Scott's too, just like it's just this kind of very clear representation of these um, characters. So I don't. Yeah, thank you. Clear representation. I don't know why I was starting to say uplift the characters. Like it, it's supposed to show character. Yeah, feature yeah. like show them in a positive light. That's what uh, I think of fan art. Yeah, this is. I don't know. Well, like, what? What do you? How do you feel about it? Very strong. No. <laughs> very strong. Absolutely no. not. For no. Lichtenstein or I mean, for, for Lichtenstein? Lichtenstein. Okay. Because okay. then I think I do have a bit of a different definition of fan art as well. Um. So to to me, when I think of fan art, it is art that is made with a specific audience uh, mm. that are all related to a fandom in mind. So it's about the mm. audience. And yeah. in this case, it was not intended. He wasn't making these paintings for kids who really like Mickey Mouse and Donald yes, Duck. Yes, I agree with he that. He was making it uh, for a gallery space and was a comment. And so that's where right. it does get into like pop art. It's weird. Um, but yeah, so in, th- in this case, it is for me a definitive no that is not fan yeah. art. So would you agree with my definition of fan art? Like it kind of is fan servicey. It's for the audience. Like it's for what people want to see. Sort of. I-, I think I would like to test that almost. Oh, um, I see. Because okay. I think another part of it too is that um, kind of to gauge what audience it's for is like is knowledge of the source material required to enjoy it. Mm. Um, yeah. So if I wanted to go into an, an example I had that was something that was kind of more off topic, um, it's kind of an abstract one, uh, but there's a, a video game that mm-hmm. is referred to as the Sonic Dreams Collection. Oh, yes. Yes. I've indulged. <laughs> well, I've seen it played. Yes. Same. <laughs> um, and it, it features, you know, direct models, like, I think, yeah, from I think so. various Sonic games. It was actually shut down by Sega. <laughs> That's kind of the lore behind it. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not a super deep Sonic fan that I know. You know, I can only name a couple Sonic characters. Yeah. But uh, I still, like, enjoyed, like, watching Let's Plays of it or, you know, (laughs) hearing about it is very funny and comical. But I don't think it was directed towards the Sonic fandom, necessarily. In fact, if anything, it was, like, a commentary, I think, on the Sonic fandom a little bit. It could have been. Because I told told a mutual friend of all of ours Mm -hmm. about it. And when I did, and I kind of described it to him, he's like, that sounds horrible, and I never want to see it. And because he's a very big Sonic fan. (laughs) So. (laughs) um, I think I know who you're talking about. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, that's fair. Um, Yeah, that one was very strange. And I don't know, I think a lot of, like, memes do the Memes are kind of the new pop art, almost. That's maybe a bit of a claim. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, is that (laughs) polarizing opinion? That just kind of came out. Do it. Hot take Tuesday. Yo, um, I have no idea if that's something I truly believe, but like maybe in that conduct, because yeah, if that, because like, I also just like to kind of, um, I don't know, explore the tendrils that of that even more. I can't consider that game that weird hacky Mm -hmm. game fine art either, or like any other. But it's something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it? So Sonic um, Dreams, I haven't heard of it. It sounds like just Googling it up. It's a parody it's a art game. An official game based on Sega Sonic the Hedgehog franchise that compiles four mini games. So do they like actually take like the graphics and stuff? Uh, 3D Sonic graphics, yeah. yes. But like I'm trying to remember the actual games because like one of them is like like a filmmaking simulator mm-hmm. that you progress through different levels that are scenes and they get more and more 
I'm just gonna say horrifying. Yeah. Until you are um, exiting, I will say uh, Rouge the Bat, who is a lady character. (laughs) Yes, I know who Rouge the Bat is. Um, and like I'm trying to remember the other ones, uh, because there's there's a Sonic like OC maker thing where you make a Mm -hmm. Sonic character, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I would point out that I think Sega ripped off in that one Sonic game they just made where you, you get to actually do that. Oh, I didn't know they did Yeah, they, they made a Sonic team. Huh. They In their newest game, I think it's in their newest one, you can actually make a character oh. with, like, a whole character creator. And so that gets into then all those people Sonic OCs. Yeah. Are those now canonized say... and no longer fan art, but Whoa. just canon, Sonic canon. So did the person who makes Sonic Dreams, were they a fan of Sonic, or was this just supposed to be? Because I'm reading that it's supposed to be a parody, but was mm-hmm. it supposed to be, like, like something for the fans of Sonic? I, I want to say no. I don't know. I don't think Maybe it is. Maybe if you're like like a fan who is like I don't I don't want to say like necessarily self-aware that sounds kind of loaded maybe mm-hmm. but just like willing to like, like what is the term for for brony but for sonic i guess <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> but like so like i could see it being cuz i it was horrifying but i thought it was very funny and like it was very that was funny but like also i'm but again like yeah i'm not as deep a sonic fan i definitely have like fond memories of playing the games when mm-hmm. i was younger but i can look at that thing and be like oh this is i know yeah. what it's saying but i don't think it's like about me i don't know one and i think for for my definition at least too like if i kind of put it and scrutinize it against that like it doesn't require you to have like a deep knowledge of the right. source material like to enjoy saying. or get what their message is. Right. Because I think you can still identify with the, the kind of horror, I guess I'll say, or whatever kind of <laughs> creepiness. I don't know, maybe yeah. I'm being too hard on this game, but I thought <laughs> it's it was... creepy. Yeah, it's very scary. I have not played it, so you guys are making that sound horrible right now. <laughs> it's also been a while since I watched the playthrough, but yeah. like from what I remember, the parts that stick out, I wish I could not remember yeah. them. <laughs> so would this game fall under like game mods? I don't at think all. so. In this like, case, or like, kind of, because it's not really a game mod; it's its own game. Yeah, yeah. Th- right. This would not be a game mod, yeah. but it would be. It's it's its own game. I don't think it's necessarily fan art. No, I don't think I'd want to call it pop art either, though, because that might be rude to pop art. I don't know. <laughs> so rude. is it just like kind of criticizing, like it's commentary on Sonic? Yeah, it fans might be kind of. It base? might be a little bit, but. I think it's okay to kind of class it or yeah. categorize it as pop art. I mean, movements evolve and stuff like that. So I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's commenting on yeah, the Sonic it's, fan base. it's commenting on, yeah, that for sure. I don't think it's really commenting on the art itself. Like the creators or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess being self-aware of like a fandom or if you're the mm-hmm. fandom that you're into is... Trying to think of like how they know. might do it for like a Rick and Morty thing because that's a fandom that is self-aware. Is... No, no, not no, all of them. Sorry, no, you're right. I think well, the creators of Rick and Morty I think are fair, self-aware. You have to have a very high IQ to enjoy Rick and Morty. Whoa! Oh shit! <laughs> Polarizing opinion number two. No, that's a thing. Yeah. Damn it! I thought I was gonna try not do a thing, but I did a thing. It's okay. We always do the thing. Um. Well, I was anyway. trying to make a, a segue into game mods, mm-hmm. but, like, so it's... So know. game mods, though, guys. Game hey, mods. how about them game mods? How about them? The only ones I know of are, like, from 
Sims and Turok. <laughs> I think game mods are fan art because, like, you are doing it based like off. in the game. Is that what you're talking about? Am I thinking of something different? Are you thinking of cheat codes? Mm, yeah, but are you, so my understanding of game mods is like a file that you like upload and it changes the game to some yep. degree. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I would figure that's fan okay. art because you're specifically basing it off something. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like I would you're consider that basing it off of okay. like the oh, game itself and trying to make so the that, game like, it, sorry, better. My stupid. Yeah brain of not not many game experience um (laughs) so like when people upload like i want to create john stamos in the sims is that a thing is that what you're talking about that might actually be i mean but i think you could just do that with the sims that's just playing like people have like made i don't know well here's an example here's (laughs) an example of a game mod that i'm aware of is um before undertale became a thing toby Mm. fox made game mods for earthbound which heavily inspired Undertale. so these are people making custom things Mm -hmm. interesting that okay. you could add to the game or, like, make it a standalone and make it, like, yeah. an extension of that game. And I feel like that's super fan art because it's just, like, you love this game so much yep. that you want to add onto it. You want to yeah. continue. It's almost like a double layer of it, like, because mm-hmm. you're taking something from another yeah. whatever that you love. And I see. Okay. An- another example, I think, would be, like, uh, I don't So people really like Super Smash Brothers Melee, which was on the Game Nintendo GameCube. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the sequel came out, which was Super Smash Brothers Brawl, it was on the Wii U, a bunch of people really didn't like it. They, they hated it. And so people went in and made uh, something called Project M, which was a mod oh. that changed it so you could take uh, the Super Smash Brothers Brawl and they kind of changed the physics about it and everything, so it acted like mm. its predecessor. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> that is, I think, very much like, very much a fan art piece in mm-hmm. that they they took literally the source material of we want to make this brawl game, but more like this other thing we like, and right. they created code or what I would wow. consider art because games are art. Yeah. And. Yeah they made that essentially and it's something that was mm. made for the fans now technically you could experience it and like play the game without having any knowledge of any of the games mm-hmm. you'd be like oh that was cool um but i still feel like it, it was designed with a certain audience in mind of competitive mm-hmm. uh super smash brothers players yeah that really extends on that definition then i didn't realize it like yeah that makes sense well you don't play games that much not a whole lot no <laughs> which is fine there's nothing wrong with that. No. That you're normal. Mm-hmm. You're <laughs> sane. I don't want to go that far. But anywho. Okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I at first I thought you were talking about, like, make the Sim naked. I'm like, how is that fan art? Like, <laughs> I don't I know. Mean, that's the only mod no. I know. <laughs> just kidding. Just make everything naked. Just make it. No, you want to do that? Yes, that's fan art. <laughs> Someone was that invested in the Sims, oh, they took the time and labor to make that Sim naked. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. They know. said, hey, I lo- I'm a fan <laughs> of The Sims, but you know what would be better? Naked John Stamos. The Sim dick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, just, I just had to go there. I think we're slowly coming to the realization that fan art does have to do with the audience and the intent mm-hmm. yeah. of the art, I suppose. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of the things... Okay. I don't know. Unless you guys had any no, other... No, no. That was just coming to that, like, realizing that we all yeah. agree on that. Yeah. That's, that's the opposite of what I was trying yeah, to so decide to Sorry. Sorry. Um, anywho. No, wait. One of the other things that I was going to comment on is that, like, 
I think in the last time we talked about this, there was something in the, like, official Wikipedia definition or whatever it was that we looked up. Yeah, there is. I have it pulled up. That I was, like, really, I mean, we kind of touched on this, but I was, like, sort of thrown by it. The fan art definition. So, Wikipedia defines fan art. Fan art or fan art. Um. Are artworks <laughs> created by fans of a work of fiction, generally visual media such as comics, movies, television shows, or video games, and derived from a character or other aspects of that work? I guess it's a Was generally that fiction. Generally yeah, that's fiction? the thing mm-hmm. that ca- caught me up because um, something that kind of came out of that was I think when Scott starts questioning me about like Rookie of the Year or whatever. Um, but I was also thinking, like, there's so much fan art of human beings, of people who are not fictional characters. People do fan art of other podcasts, of drag queens. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. We, we, All sorts talk, of we kind of touched that on the last episode. Yeah. We can actually really go I into just want to just, like, hammer home that I feel like that definition isn't, isn't extensive. Real. Yeah. I mean, it covers, but it's not, I don't know. I, I mean, just want to start it. talking about fan art. <laughs> I mean, I think it's not specific fiction. enough. fiction. Yeah, yeah oh. you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. I was... Yeah, you're good. I was just saying that, yeah, no, I, I think that that definition then isn't precise enough because I feel like it leaves too much open um, for, you know, pop art to sneak into True. fan art or just other pieces of art in general. Like, if I paint a portrait of Beyonce, mm-hmm. is that fan art or is that portraiture? That's not even necessarily Ew. pop art. It's just a portrait. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I can say that when you paint make artwork of a celebrity that is fan art slash portrait portraiture i think in this point yes because the thing that comes to mind actually when we talk about that stuff is that recent i'm forgetting the artist but the the portrait of obama it's very like but that was the uh, official white house portrait yeah Yeah. and it's very like sort of fine arty Mm -hmm. um like is that obama fan art I like. I guess yes and no. Based on, maybe it does fall into the intent because, like, on my Instagram feed, like, I see stuff like, you know, like whenever there's a stupid award show and like celebrities come all dressed up, like people are just like, I did fan art of so and so dressed up in Gucci or whatever the fuck they were wearing. I don't fucking care. Um, fuck their Gucci. Yeah, fuck their Gucci. But like, you know, they'll draw that and it's like super like. (laughs) It sounds weird. It's super, like, stylized. It's not, like, an exact portrait. It's, like, you know, like, very anime or, like, very, like, cartoony. So that's where I immediately go, well, then that's pop art because it's popular culture-based art. So that's immediately then categorized to that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, pop art slash fan art? I don't know. I feel like pop art and slash, uh, slash. Well, there is pop. slash art. Yep, there <laughs> That's is. a thing. Pop art and fan art kind of have like you know, there's like a th- really thin line to me, I guess. Not that I'm realizing. I think it. that I okay. Here we go. Oh, here I, we go. Here we go. Here we go. Disagree. <laughs> yeah, disagree. Uh, because I think that for me at least, that the big divider is is um, to enjoy or partake in the art. Do you, you know, is it intended towards people who have a uh, deep understanding of the lore or the mm-hmm. backstory behind everything. Because, like, so, for instance, uh, I I painted a picture once of, I believe, uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's a football man. Right. my dad is a present. Football man. <laughs> um, okay. Now, my dad does have prob- maybe deep lore understanding the deep lore of the Green Bay Packers right. football team. Right. Uh, 
I don't think that's fan art, though, of this football man. Not for you. Not for me. And but well, no, but I think it's, it would be a pop art piece, though, because I feel like <laughs> most people could understand at least the the message that this is a picture of Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Yes. Um. Ooh, but I don't know, man. It's interesting. Now I'm I, I'm questioning my own point that I just made. Well, I'm sorry. I'm slightly I'm slightly drunk. I don't know. Why I'm apologizing. I'm more than slightly drunk. But like you know, I see a lot of fan art, and I'm pretty sure Cam, you see this too. I don't know, Sean, if you have, but like. A lot of people draw fan art of drag queens now. Like, that is a fucking thing. Is that, like... So, as someone... If you're, like, someone outside the drag queen arena... I don't know what to call it. Like, like circuit? Mm-hmm. Fandom. Anyway, fandom. Fandom, yes, sure. Fandom. Like, can you come to that and appreciate... It? You have something to say. Just say it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. Um, I'd like to point out that drag specifically would be a performance art, so there right. is an element of fiction oh, to it. Oh, shit! Table flip. <laughs> there we go. So that there, there is an understanding of lore and actually, I'm so I'm a bad queer and I don't know a ton about drag queens. I don't know a lot. And drag? I know do, way too much. Okay. <laughs> so for do, both of do us. drag queens and drag kings and drag people have um, like almost like backstories to them, to their drag character? Am I, am I saying I something some, wrong? No, you're not. not. I think some of them do, but some mm. of them don't. Okay. I think that depends. I know a lot of people. Uh, drag queens do like an extension of like who they want to be mm-hmm. so that their drag queen reflects that like oh I'm really shy so like the, my drag queen persona is someone who's extroverted and super happy and yada 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 sure um but I don't I don't know I've never met a drag queen that had like a full it's like s- background story somewhat similar to a fursona <laughs> a little bit I mean yeah I guess like, yeah some, some I, I would I don't know that much about furries but, I, but as far as furries are concerned I don't know if do they all have backstories, or can they do the same thing where it's like, I just like this color and the kitty or whatever, and they want to make a costume, mm-hmm. and I, I have no idea. Because I know that there's fan art and original character art of furries. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't consider myself a furry, but I've always wanted to dress up as Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would fall under cosplay, though? Probably cosplay, but like I also just mm-hmm. want to be Cthulhu sometimes and just dress up as like you know, like the full mascot costume mm-hmm. and is, just is wreck cos- shit around. Is, is, is cos- cosplay banner? <laughs> oh my holy yep. shit! Yes. Uh, Sean says yes. I say yes. I think yes. Damn it, we all agree. We all agree Although, on I mean, too many things. Yeah, I don't. But go I don't back know. to the dragon. Yeah, go ahead. Thing. Go ahead. Go For ahead, a second, sorry. I wanted. I pulled up this artist. Who, who does a lot of art, but specifically does art of drag queens. And would you say this is fan art or just portraiture stuff? Very stylized. Oh, that, is a, that is a hard question. Very stylized. Okay, so Who's his name artist? is Chad Sells. Uh, that's his artist name. And he actually is located in Chicago. Is that Sells with a C? Uh, S-E-L-L-S. Okay. C-H-A-D-S-E-L-L. Zero one. That's where you can find him on Instagram. Um, he does a lot of art, like original art, but he does a lot of RuPaul Drag Race fan art. Like, I, I'd so... like to point out to you as I was scrolling through this. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, there's you. a God uh, of War. Yeah, there, yeah, there's Kratos uh, from the God of War, and I thought, wow, that's a really impressive drag king. But then I realized <laughs> it was just Kratos. Just Kratos. So he does a lot of, and I'm gonna mm. loosely say fan art. He does a lot of loose fan art of RuPaul, like queens that are in RuPaul's Drag Race. So is that fan art? Is that portraiture? What is it? It's super stylized. This really toes the line. Yeah. Um, because I feel like... Let's start an argument. Let's start an <laughs> argument. There's definitely a, a part of me that says, like, 
well, someone who is familiar with the subject matter would get more out of this art than, for instance, someone who is me. Because, I mean, these, they're nice drawings, for sure. They look great. Um, but I, I don't know if... Whew, oh, that's, that's tough. Because I've seen him at C2E2 and other conventions, and he yeah. sells, like... You know, he actually has pamphlets of, like, queens from certain seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, he sells prints. Oh. Fan art or not. I, I would I mean, say yes and no. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe this is one of those situations where it's a little bit of both. Like, I don't know if that's not okay. <laughs> but, like, it's I mean... It's not okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm going to say no. You have to pick. You have oh, to pick. you got to make that decision. Then I would but, say well, it's fan art. I would say... And I think fan art can include portraitures of people. Sure. Um, I think it's more, like, illustrative fine art, then. Because, like... Oh, Only because, like, Mm. what Sean... Well, now I'm thinking about Sean's definition. Like, I I didn't recognize all those queens, but I loved pretty much all of those pieces. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring a queen up that you recognize, so... Well, no, I mean, the ones that I did recognize, I would maybe be more inclined to purchase that piece or whatever... But I can see myself wanting to do any of those. Miss Cracker? Mm, mm-hmm. Her entrance. I think it's her entrance. No, it's not her entrance look. It's one of her looks. I wouldn't know that much 10. detail. Oh, God. I'm sad. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm just... I. But that's the thing. Like, to me, see, it's that kind of thing... No, because I'm about to contradict myself. Oh, that kind of do we need to bring Scott in here? No, <laughs> we need like a bell for contradictions that we can just ding, ding every time there's a contradiction. Ding, 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 ding. Because what I just said is like, no, not fan art. But uh, I don't remember what I said about the Mario one last time. <laughs> <Can> <laughs> because I that a, sort of feels the same to me. So I, I have a, I think that is maybe an interesting perspective or idea. I don't know. Can you make fan art of Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> Uh-huh. As someone who was a professional wrestler, right. which is a persona that they dress up in and perform as, yeah, can you make fan art, or is that just pop art of the big muscly man when oh you draw boy. him? You can make both. Both okay, you can both? make both. Wait, but if you draw him in like his like wrestling, you know, accoutrement, <laughs> would that like be that. fan art of uh, wrestling, or would that just be like? Pop art. So, okay, so is what you're kind of asking, like, what audience is that there for? A little I guess bit? you're right. That, like, there, there you go. Because as a wrestling fan, which I am not, I don't know anything about that world. Neither but, like, let's say I was. I'd be like, oh, I recognize this as, like, he's in his garb, mm-hmm. right? Or whatever. I'd be more inclined to... Is it a uniform? I don't know. <laughs> his... I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Uniform sounds right. Um, Rock suit. Yeah, but if you if he was if it was a, a piece of him drawn from that one movie that he was in where he's like a tooth fairy or whatever, oh, no. I would probably not want to buy that. Oh um, my god, why? As like a wrestling fan or whatever. Um, but as a non wrestling fan, I'm like, oh, that's so fun. I don't know, and okay. and also not. I also feel like it's is is the bottom line like money. I don't I don't know. So you know what I mean. On, on the topic of money, I was one of the things I was interested in thinking of is. So wait, money? Why well, are we like, talking about money? I keep going to like, oh, I'm more inclined to buy that if blah 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 or oh, whatever. Okay. So I guess now I'm kind of questioning: is that really the end all be all or whatever? I don't know. Go ahead. So were... an example that was brought up to me in my conversations about fan art: mm-hmm. uh, if uh, a, a mother who is really into Mario makes a blanket for her baby mm-hmm. that is Mario themed, yeah. 
is is that fan art necessarily? Yeah. Now I would be inclined oh. to this is a two part thing because I would be inclined to say yes. Right. If Target sell the the company Target. Yeah. I don't know if I, you need to bleep that or not. No, I don't. Um, I don't think not sponsored. <clears throat> not sponsored. <laughs> whatever. Uh, if they make a blanket that is Mario themed, uh huh. Is that fan art or just merch? Oh, I see what you're saying. Well. So is fan art really the intent at this point? Like, are we, like, getting to that point where, like, fan art is all about the intent of what it is? Maybe. But what if someone has the intent of making fan art, but the fandom hates it? And it's... I mean, it's terrible fan art, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Can something that is not intended to be fan art be fan art? Yes. Oh, yeah, maybe. I think so. I think that I would need an example, but I... think that's possible um but it, yeah i mean thinking about like maybe the so that's intriguing to me like what's the difference between like merch and fan art or mm-hmm. whatever but i think that maybe falls on the artist or the person putting it out i think the merch yeah. can be fan art as someone who does artist alley and makes mm-hmm. fan art for people like i've put stuff on buttons before and that's technically merch well so now this actually raises a question that i've heard artists get into oh, with shit. fan oh, or shit. air being oh, shit. Uh, shit. Uh, artists. <laughs> i don't think it's gonna start the pot that much All i just think rice and opinions no, everywhere probably not the air. <laughs> um but i've heard like years a couple years ago like i know that like I think it was, like, DC or Marvel. One of the big guys were, like, sending out lots of cease and desists. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're, like, hey, that... Because they were, like, that's not our merch or whatever. So now where does that line, like... I don't I don't really know what I'm trying to ask, but I feel it just is, like... Cease and desist? Um, yeah. I've seen that a lot in Artist Alley International yeah. Network, which is a group on Facebook. If you do a lot of conventions, it's a good thing to join because mm-hmm. um, you get to talk to people who do conventions a lot. Um, I'm not really sure what question you're asking. I don't either. So I think maybe maybe I can try and pry yeah. this, this one Help open me. a little bit. Um, because I think a big part of this then has to do with the ownership of ideas. Yeah. Which is dumb. You can't own an idea. Mm-hmm. Politics. <laughs> All right. But anyway, aside from that, sorry. It's okay. Um, like the the cease and desist they're sending are for because uh, you drew. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the the floosh because I don't want to get copyright stricken by oh. DC Comics, so it's a very fast man. I'm gonna refer to him as the floosh. The floosh. Uh-huh. The floosh. Everybody's Thank favorite. Thank you. Yes. For no problem. Into consideration. <laughs> so now, if I draw the floosh though as an artist, me Sean Dempsey, <laughs> yes, uh, and I sell that drawing, I don't think I'm taking away from DC's profits mm-hmm. from right. the floosh comics that they make because but they feel like you are they feel like they are Mm, they're wrong about that because either way (laughs) i made that myself and that this is a big point for me i think has to do with making things yeah uh and being a maker and producer of work and this is where i think to kind of stepping back a little bit i don't think when target makes that mario blanket and i should have gave mario a funny name because that would have been good good well we've already but all right we'll see what happens Um, i I don't think that that is fan art because of the kind of mass production quality behind it right versus i'm a single artist at a table who's making you know 10 15 even 100 prints Mm -hmm. that's nowhere near the production scale of something that's official nintendo licensed products essentially right and so that's where it gets into kind of almost a and i think you talked a little bit about it in the last episode the personal 
versus impersonal touch behind some of the art mm-hmm. that they don't have to have a personal touch if this is something that I made. Yeah. That I created. Yeah. Even if it is based on some original source, um, that, source material that it's something that I produced. Yeah. I think that's where my brain was kind of going yeah. with that question earlier. I just didn't really know how to. What were we trying to ask about Cease and Desist, just like in general, well, what it is? Or... It just kind of came up for me because. I already forgot why. But... Now, I have, okay. okay, I have a really interesting one. I'm going off that. Okay. To kind of self-contradict, but, so, uh, the movie, The Watchmen. Okay. It's mm-hmm. based on the Watchmen comic. Obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Alan Moore, I believe, has been on the record saying that. He did not want the movie. He did not want yeah. the movie made, mm-hmm. and that, you know, no matter what they say, this is not The Watchmen. The Watchmen is a comic. It won't exist in any other oh. format. So, the original creator says, this is not The Watchmen. Producers who own these technical rights to the movie made a movie, is that movie fan art because it's not something the original creator made themselves, or uh-huh. sanctioned? Or, kind or, of well, yeah, he didn't sanctioned even... in a. Yeah. I, it's clearly not a legal sense. Clearly, they had whatever rights they needed to do to make that movie. Right. But I would say it's fan art then. Mm. That's so strange. Because I, I mean, I have it's such like a hard time with these. so yeah, much. That's what I wanted to do, <laughs> making you think about the hard Watchmen questions. I I think it is just because it, it is like heavily based off. I mean, I know they made some changes, but like it is super based off that comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say it is because even though they didn't listen to his uh, Alan Moore's wishes, you know, I just don't want him with it. I mean, it's like the character. She like most of the storyline is exact to the comic. I know they mm-hmm. changed some mm-hmm. things, but like it yeah. that is fan art. Yeah. Um, I would say find out more about my opinions after this break. Oh, okay. <laughs> after this Fake commercial. Oh, oh, fake commercial. <laughs> commercial. Also, we're getting to that point. Fake commercial. 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 Hello, everybody. Yet again, we have some super interesting stuff for you to check out this week. Uh, this time around, we've got some fancy custom ringtones just for you. Uh, so you can download these at no cost to you. Um, and I will give you the information for that after you hear some of these neat samples of what you can have on your phone every time someone calls you. Um, how about Don't Stop Believin' by Journey? Let's hear it. Don't stop believing. What about Beat It by Michael Jackson? Beat it! Beat it! No one wants to be in a beat it! Show it how one gets strong is your fight! It doesn't matter who's on your right! Who's right? Oh, oh. And there's everybody's favorite, Helena by My Chemical Romance. So these songs can be all yours. Like I said, no cost to you. Just go to custom ringtone cam sings alone in bedroom at night in 2011.com and um, you will find all these files and more. So uh, yeah, check it out, download them, 
have the coolest ringtone on the block. Let's get back to the episode. Refresh people where we left off. Correct me if I'm wrong, because this was your mm-hmm. question, Sean. But I believe you were asking if uh, how we felt about the fact that like they they went ahead and made the Watchmen movie, even though Alan Moore said don't do it, right? Yeah, and, and like, he's, he specifically said like that is not the Watchmen. Like the Watchmen right. is a comic, and so nothing else is the Watchmen. So he views this as like a separate entity yes. altogether. So does that movie then count as fan art mm-hmm. of the and comic? I said yes. Stephanie, Stephanie said, said yes. yes. I was I left y'all hanging. And I that's cuz I don't know. I've not read Watchmen in its entirety. Okay. So this is a little difficult for me. Have you I, seen the movie? Yeah, I've seen okay. the movie like once. One of the biggest through. differences of the movie versus the comic book is the ending. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, if I can remember correctly, the movie ended with, uh, they blamed everything on Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Manhattan. Yes. Oh, God. The big blue man. The big blue man. Okay. Um, whereas the in the book. <laughs> yeah. the... Oh, I'm so sorry. It's <laughs> okay. I <laughs> the... said sim dick earlier. You so. <laughs> It's all good. It's all Simulated <laughs> dictation. Is what I meant. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, in the comic book, it's not Dr. Manhattan. It's like this weird monster yeah. squid Oh. thingy. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it because it's been a there's, while. Okay. In the comic there's like a, a subplot where there's like suddenly like a bunch of artists and designers go missing and it's because they're taken to like some random island where they're forced oh. to design this creature that they then make. That's and they kind of, not, I don't know if fake is the right word, but they, they uh, make a like, they teleport this alien into a bunch of cities, essentially this alien, so it looks like there's, you know, extra dimensional invaders. Hmm. Thank you for coming to my Watchmen <laughs> podcast. This has been, no. Um, anyway. Um, but yeah, so that that's kind of the major difference, the I would say, difference. between the... Yeah, so the movie blames Dr. Manhattan gotcha. and gets all the humans to be like, oh, this is the evil that mm-hmm. we have to face, so we're all going to combine together, whereas the comic book is, is... Is there's this evil that we have to face and it's a random squid thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like maybe this isn't then, because... Um, yeah, we, like, recognize the characters, and I think, just trying to think of everybody's sort of earlier thoughts, like, mm-hmm. so it, it feels like an adaptation a little bit. Did I say adaptation? You oh did, but I knew what you meant. It's Thank all you. good. It was an adaptation of the word adaptation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I totally just but, got it. Sorry. Oh, yeah, thank it's you, Sean. <laughs> my, my gut says no. It's not fair. It's just the adaptation of them. It's the highly book. inspired. Can I say that? So for me, it is, is it, once again, just really just, you know, hot takes. But like, <laughs> no, takes. absolutely not fan art. Yeah, hot takes. Because of the fact that even though the original creator said no, mm-hmm. it has to do with the, the production of the movie. This was a large scale movie that was yeah. by a big studio and everything like that. Zack Schneider, Mr. 300 Man, did it uh, as a mm. director. Um, I hope that was 
coherent. <laughs> um, it works. Anyway, <laughs> but, and so a, a big part of that though too is that since the like a studio like a big name movie studio made it essentially, yeah, it was directed at like a broad audience. So, like, mm-hmm. it was supposed to bring in new viewers and wait, everything wait, wait, wait. who were not familiar with the source material. Sure. So, if it was a smaller production, it would be fan art? I think so, actually. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, and it would also be fan art if it was, for instance, an expansion of the universe, yeah. possibly. I could see. I mean, mm. that makes sense. Because, actually, I was one of those people who... Because I, I found interest in Watchmen after seeing the movie. Like, I didn't finish the comic, but I started, like, reading it and stuff. But, anyway, I came to it as a new, like, mm-hmm. person outside of it. But, yeah, if it had been a smaller, more true-to-the-comic uh, movie, I might still enjoy it, but I might not get it as much or, mm-hmm. like... Have that oh, much of a connection. If you have more money, it makes it less fan art. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say money specifically. I would use the term resources because it go. also has to do with the number of people involved in the yeah. project and a mm-hmm. bunch of other things like that. Marketing. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say some business words. I don't know. Get them buzzwords. This this reminded me of like uh, if you've ever you know gone down YouTube spirals and you see a bunch of stuff. Uh, I am a sort of fan of i would say star wars i only say sort uh-huh. of because i know people get really into star wars yeah I would say i'm a little into too. star wars yeah um i do like cl- the clone wars series is really good mm. anyway though um you can find a ton of like fan-made star wars films that kind of expand mm-hmm. the universe mm-hmm. um i don't want to reference any specific ones because i don't know the creators and i want to give them credit but anyway the sure. point is that like they'll use established characters on top of you know uh fan-made characters mm-hmm. and things like that and I think those at all, of course, for me, would fall under fan art because it's a smaller staff, essentially, that's making it. Even yeah. though there's multiple people, it's a small staff. Mm-hmm. They're making something based on what they love. You know, they're fans of it, and they're making it for other fans that it kind of expands yeah. the universe it's based on. So, like, that would be an example, I think, of a film that I would consider something that is fan art. Okay. Hmm. The sweeted version. So if you have money money. and resources, it's not fan art. Oh, maybe. Maybe at some point you just get too popular to make fan art and you're just making Mm. the art itself. Or, well, yeah. I mean, what if it becomes too... Like, what if audience... What if it starts to divide audience members? Like, maybe they start off liking your small budget, like, Mm -hmm. little movies, but then you get super like it goes to your head and you're like well you know what i could change the story i'm gonna remake the original episode da 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 i don't like what if they tried to the remake on a small budget <laughs> i don't know this is a good one yeah um i don't think budget should matter no but I'm more I'm more thinking of like what comes into play now. If we're talking about like remakes, what if they feel like I could do this story better and I still use all the same characters or whatever? So I think. Oh man, now I'm split because there's two things I want to talk about a little bit. Do it. So one thing is that for budget, I think it does matter in some sense in that if you have a larger budget and this goes beyond just the actual production, mm-hmm. you can market it towards a wider audience. And so then you're making a narrative that's tailored for a wide mm-hmm. audience that might not be familiar with the source material Right. versus having a smaller marketing budget. You're just trying to tell fans who are already familiar. And then you don't have to necessarily give all the nuance of midichlorians, you know, every fan's star Wars favorite thing. 
That joke sure. went over not well. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> never mind. Okay. Oh, I know um, someone who's gonna like this episode since we're just talking about good. Star Wars. I'm glad <laughs> I made one good joke. Anyway, um, so the idea being that like if you have a larger budget, you can theoretically make a product and market it towards a wider audience versus fan service. Essentially, that mm-hmm. if you have a smaller budget, you might want to do just more fan service, so it becomes popular amongst a fan base. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Ow. I well, haven't sworn yet, thing. and I was. You can to swear. Think, swear. I know, but I tried not to. Okay. I don't well, know why. That's what you the do you. Here's for it's to loosen you up. Oh, Come on, Sean. Oh heck. Oh, oh yeah. Hacking. Hacking bark. Hacking farts. Hacking farts. <laughs> I don't remember my other point, so I'm just going to come out with a different Do point, it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, And that's, uh, is the disaster artist fan, fan art? art? Ooh, well, I feel like the way no, they approached it. No, it's not. Ooh. Well, okay. <laughs> no, okay, here's the thing. The book is not fan art. Right. The movie is. Mm-hmm. So is Can the... something on our... Oh, sorry. I'm so no, sorry. No, 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 go ahead, because... Just go ahead. I don't want to shout things. I'm so sorry. Shout, 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 can, shout, shout. Can autobiographical work be fan art? Because no, isn't you were a part from... of it. You were okay. a part of it. Okay, that's, I'm just asking because I know that was made by that one dude whose name I don't know. Uh, uh, Greg Sestero. Thank you. I knew you, you guys would cover me. So sure. I considered a book not fan art because that person was there, witnessed that's everything. Facts. He was a part of it, and it was, he was telling <laughs> mm-hmm. facts. I Allegedly. I mean, I don't know. fan art because it was James Franco and a bunch of actors who were mm-hmm. diehard fans of the room True. and they wanted to get yeah, more people. That, so it does kind of work in the same way oh, as Watchmen oh, work yeah, a little okay. bit, right? Oh. <laughs> in a weird way. Because <laughs> it brought, I'm fairly certain that it brought more people to the yep. room. Although, interestingly, I don't think, like like from with Watchmen, I'm sure that people can come to that from with a fresh palette and be like, oh, I want to read the comic yep, and be super into the comic. But with the disaster artist... They can be like, ooh, this is interesting. What is this fun thing? Like, oh, James Franco, my favorite man. He made a thing. Great. Oh, no, I'm just That's being sorry. a person who's probably yeah, not going to enjoy the room. Uh-huh. Like, in the way mm-hmm. that most people do. In yeah. the way that those people did. So that's weird. <laughs> um... Interesting. Yeah, because the, the, the movie The Disaster Artist is not fan fiction of... Or fan fiction. Fan... Uh, art of the book but i do think it kind of falls into fan art of the movie yeah i do think so too because like all those actors so weird were mm-hmm. like obsessed with how bad the movie was I'm that just, they just I wanted hard, to be a part of it i'm having a really hard time wrapping my head around that because the yeah, book yeah, isn't fan art of the movie yeah. so this is my my because so now i'm the one who's unsure because i have <laughs> to ask was was this movie made for fans of the room specifically or to bring in a wider audience? Both. I truly I, believe in I both. I don't know. I think I the intention might have been for fans. But I think it did probably bring more people into it. Yeah, because as But people, it feels way more fan... It feels more fan art. Um, mm. But also as people who mm. do go to the room midnight show and we notice... The the like, audience changed a little bit. Yeah, the yeah. audience behavior has Since changed. The disaster artist came out, and yeah, I mean, I think it's changed things. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's weird to to talk about this one. This one chose a line I hadn't even thought of. I did it. I <laughs> the controversy. Ah, I, I, think it's fan art. I think it's fan art. I think if I had to choose, I would probably just go ahead and say fan art, but with a 
<laughs> because they attached like, to that. <laughs> I know for a fact that the artists like really love the room, mm. and then yeah. they read the disaster yeah. artist, and they're like, "We need to like you know." It was their way of paying homage, yeah. to the movie. So it's weird because I, I feel like I want to also say that it is fan art, mm-hmm. but also once again hesitantly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so even though we all agree, it's a very for at least two to three of us, it seems like a very hesitant agreeing that it's fan art. Yeah, I'm definite fan art. So okay, okay. <laughs> just because of listening to well, the interviews and things like that. Sure, but they mm-hmm. did inject some. It's mostly a, like, oh, let's just remake the room, haha, ha, fun. But they did interject a little bit of that autobiographical stuff. But they made it it so positive. So, like, yeah, yeah, it's based off the disaster artist, but, Mm -hmm. you know, there was a lot more drama, and there was a lot more, like, in the disaster artist book, Tommy Wiseau isn't highlighted as, like, a good guy. Like, you know, he's portrayed as an asshole. Not great. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Whereas in the movie, they're just like, it's two best friends that want to make a movie, and, you know, in Los Angeles, and, you know, them beating the odds. Did it. I made a good point. Okay, my last you, question. You've been making a lot of good points. I have a last question. Great. I know we're, we're getting to that point. We're getting to that point. Um, do we consider fan art derogatory or not? Because Derog- Scott, Oh, you mean like Scott, a term? Yes. Uh, is fan art a derogatory term to describe art? Your your partner, Cam's partner, Scott, brought it up while we were chowing down on some pizza. Yeah. That intrigued me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do we feel like the general public views fan art as like not a good thing, like a lower mm. type of art? Yeah, because one thing I wanted to, to talk about kind of was the idea of fan art existing in a different medium than the original source material. Mm-hmm. So when a big one for me, I think, is people who make on YouTube animatics or uh, kinetic type videos of audio mediums like podcasts. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Or comics yeah. based on podcasts. I think it's really interesting because, so, sorry, this is going back a little bit. In your first or the last episode you did that was about fan art mm-hmm. um i remember one of the last questions was about like the value mm-hmm. of fan art does yes. that art have value mm-hmm. and this is actually extending beyond the value of like a monetary like a personal artist selling it but like a cultural value almost because yeah. this kind of visual like the, the God, i've been avoiding mentioning specific other podcasts or works or whatever yeah, but whatever but, you can you can it's yeah okay so the Adventure Zone mm-hmm. is a podcast that's about D&D, for people who don't know. And it's, yes, it's a group of brothers and their dad playing D&D. They have very specifically said that, you know, this is an auditory medium, and they welcome fan art specifically, though, and so they have not said there's an official representation of those characters. So then people went ahead and made comics and animatics mm-hmm. and things like that. And so it was really interesting because it brought in mm. a bunch of perspectives about characters yeah. that are not necessarily, the you know, a... a canon case and i think this is interesting because it i don't know i just like i wanted to just mention like the value of fan art in expanding on media uh medium that already or a source that already exists in mm-hmm. a different medium mm-hmm. and i think this can also be said into like something like cosplay because you know it's i think it's an interesting idea to be able to you know take a, a drawing or an image or a, a game model but then bringing that into a 3d world where you can actually mm-hmm. have like fur or some kind of armor, weighted armor, armor exactly yeah. is an interesting way to not only interpret that work, mm-hmm. but to add more value to it, to add mm-hmm. value to the source material itself because there's more of a connection yep. or, you know, more just information about it. 
So what's the question? I'm sorry. It wasn't really it wasn't a question. question. I just wanted, wanted to, to say the thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And well, I said the thing, and I, I don't know. No. I didn't come off too weird or preachy or something. Not at all. I think that's interesting, because I honestly, like, that. I feel like the same thing happens with books. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you see, like, before. Obviously, Harry Potter has some... I'm just going to say Harry Potter is a general yeah, one. But like, were you going to talk about Wizard Rock? No, I don't... What? Oh. Wait, did you... <laughs> so, I, I actually had it written down. But, so, if you don't know, Wizard Rock is essentially a genre of music. Cool. That is songs specifically about Harry Potter. Oh, and there are several bands that are like Harry and <laughs> I the know Potters. What you're talking about. Yeah. Amazing. Or there's the, the person who... I'm really sorry, I don't know your name, if you're still a person who does things, but... <laughs> He makes uh, songs from the perspective of, like, the Weeping Willow that is about the Harry what? Potter universe. What? That's dope as hell. And there's, like, another <laughs> See, band called Draco and the Malfoys. I feel like that's fan art, but then it expands into, like, something original. Like, it starts off okay. as fan art, and then it rolls into, like, your own thing. I don't see why fan art can't be original. I don't think... I I feel like those things can coexist entirely. Sure. And may, that might be my personal thing, and now this is getting into the idea. <laughs> I'm really sorry, because I'm going back to what you already said <laughs> about, like... You know, is fan or derogatory or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Please keep this all in, by yeah. the way. I think this is all um, important. Yeah, uh, I think we're good. Fan art, um, I, I, to answer that question very bluntly, fan art is not derogatory to me. It might be perceived right. that way, but I think it's a very important cultural stepping point almost because it gives a lot of younger artists and artists in general kind of a, a step into the world of arts. And now mm-hmm. in this specific case, when we're talking about something like Wizard Rock, which is music about a book. Yeah. That's something that I think shows the inspiration um, that that kind of source material gives. Oh, Jesus, I'm losing my point. No, I understand what you're saying. Like, so I don't think fan art is derogatory. I do think general public does think it is. Sure. Unfortunately, like, we're talking about the people that wear Uggs Booth and Uggs Booth boots. Uggs Booth? Is that what you're saying? Boots. I'm talking about, like, you know, blonde hair, Uggs boots, like, wearing pink or, like, into sports. Like, I do think they who, do think... Who hurt you? Because this is very... Yeah, this is really specific. Really. I do. This her, is... name, her name's Tracy. She has a piercing <laughs> in her left ear. Damn it, Tracy. Um, I do think, like, general public does think fan art is derogatory, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't yeah. view it as art. I don't, I don't feel that way. I do think it's not. Like, I think it is a type of art that you can do and it can lead into other things. Yeah. As for, like, things like... Um, um, sorry, going back to what you were saying, um, what did I want to say? Like, taking something and making it original, mm-hmm. I, I do agree with that, too. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm slightly drunk, guys. Can I? Okay, sorry, I got my point back. Okay, wait, it. point back. So, okay. all, of that, all of what I was just saying about, like, art, you know, fan art being a stepping point, possibly. Yes, or like, that's what I was trying to get to. being an equivalent to, like, original art, even yeah. though it's based on some kind of source material, it's still original art. Because, I mean, my, my personal view is, like, art as labor in that you know Mm -hmm. you're creating something you're making something whether or not it's based on an established source material Mm -hmm. you're still creating and that's what's important yeah um and now uh, i just realized that that does going way back that critiques (laughs) my whole point about like oh when target makes a a mario blanket because someone still made that at some point i guess but it's it's i guess the mass production kind of alienates the the creator from their product the thing that they've made it's a good or point. produced no, that is they're a good much point. further removed from it did a burp i'm sorry it's okay oh, what? I... Fucking, what the hell like don't be sorry about that just burp Excuse me, i usually listeners. lean in when i have a burp just kind of <laughs> get real in there I, I never burp out loud only I'm when sorry. i'm by myself no okay. and i'm like no one not even that. in front of well, like, i don't 
We've, we've said Paul's name. Paul? It's okay. Hunter, hey, Paul. What's up? Like, sometimes. Like, I'll burp in front of mm-hmm. him, but, like, usually it's by I'll just try to, try to record it. Uh, send it to me. I'll edit it in. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh, oh, I feel it. <laughs> cool. But, Cam, what are your thoughts? We didn't talk yeah, to you we, about we that really quick. It. I'm really, really quick. Yeah, we oh, both hogged it. My thoughts on, like, what... A fan, fan art, art good like, or bad? Ah! Is fan art fan art's good? Like yeah. not a good I, thing? Do you consider? Oh it god, like art? no! I, I don't think it's derogatory or like a lower form of art, which I think is the sense that, like we're saying, like society seems to have. But um, I feel like they look at it as like a child's art or something. But it, but it's they don't have that perspective that we have as creative people pretend, potentially as an entrance mm-hmm. to art, like Sean was saying. Um, so I view it as a positive thing. Can I one one together. last wrench? Yeah, one last it. wrench. Just I'm gonna say just <laughs> nuance, nuance. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't necessarily think. Maybe I have a, a a lighter perception of the public as it's kind of been dubbed now. Sure. I don't think the public necessarily refers to fan art as negative or derogatory because I think that. When I've shown my work to non-creatives, they're kind of unilaterally impressed, and I'm mm-hmm. not trying to brag, but like as no, yeah. someone who is an artist who's spent years practicing, mm-hmm. I think that can go around to multiple people. They people who are not creatives look at just anything you've made and, they love and are impressed by it. They like it, <laughs> yeah. and this goes beyond That's just my mom, name. who's a very nice lady. But like, <laughs> no, your mom right. is a very nice lady. She came <laughs> up to me during his wedding. And talk to me about Sean. Aww. Okay, what a good person you are. <laughs> but anyway, aside from Linda, oh, oh that, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Your call. Um, uh, but no, like, like generally, I think people do have an appreciation for art or kind of media, essentially in general. I think you're and right. so I will say that maybe they use it as a derogatory term when it's you know someone who's just starting out and they're not mm-hmm. as confident in their skills. Yeah. But when you look at people who can do both their own original work or they've been training for years, but they're also doing pictures of the floosh, then, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't think the public has a problem with it. That's and right. so I want to, I want to, I want to give the, uh, the public John, Johnny Q public, uh, some credit. I love that, that guy. <laughs> good job, Johnny. Keep, please buy my comics. I want to say something, but that would lead into a whole fucking chaotic conversation. Maybe I'm excited. <laughs> okay. I will, I will just say it. Like nowadays people don't think fan art is a bad thing, but when I was growing up, that wasn't the case. Mm. Like, nerd culture, geek culture sure. is now more accepted than it has ever been. But when I was growing up and I was into anime, I had to, like, go <clears> on <throat> eBay, buy a VHS of Rama Half. <laughs> no one knew the fuck. No one knew what the fuck I was talking about, like, mm. and go about that way. It was, like, really hard to obtain, like, it. anime and, like, cartoons and, like, when I would tell people about it, they would just be like, yeah, Stephanie, do your, like, kiddish stuff. Like, whatever. Hmm. Like, that's cool. Got one word. One word. Internet. Internet. That's Internet. Thanks yeah. to the internet. I don't know. The FBI knows everything. They sure do. Yeah, Wait, sorry. Our folks are listening to us right now. I mean, the only, yeah, you're, you made really good points about the public, Sean. I don't know really why I, I feel like, more than anything currently the people who probably look down on fan art are like instructors of art yes that that is actually an interesting you know so that's actually more those are people in our community essentially Mm -hmm. like or trying to build the whatever Mm -hmm. but yeah i will say that is that is i think a 
there's a learning curve there for mm-hmm. for instructors of art mm-hmm. because I understand that like a lot of art instructors specifically because I think that's what that's kind of geared towards. They they have an idea and I agree with them that like learning foundations and like life drawing and things like that yeah. are very important for development of artists. Mm-hmm. They don't communicate that very well when they have a student who comes in and wants to draw Inuyasha. <laughs> I, I want to I wanted to just drop an anime and I, that's what I mean. Nice. And sorry, but um. And so when, you know, when they get in, a student who comes in and draws Inuyasha, they just want to immediately just tell them, no, you need to do this. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, you need to have a little bit of a, and I guess I'm more probably talking to the actual students right now than the professors. I'm That's fine. Listens to, but like, you know, understand your professor doesn't hate you. They're trying to help you. Mm-hmm. They're not probably doing it in the nicest way. And that's fair. But like, you gotta do it. You gotta start with those foundations so that you can build your skills because yeah. your Inuyasha drawings would be so on point if <laughs> yeah, you can get so that life drawing. Sick. Yeah, unless... you get that good perspective <laughs> and some anatomy, please get some anatomy. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I want to add something. Unless you're in a specifically anime comic Inuyasha class. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, Inuyasha 103 yeah. is an advanced Inuyasha drawing. L- listen to your teachers when they tell you not to draw anime and work on, like, you know, your perspective and, you know, your figure drawing. It will help. Because here's a fun thing. You can draw Inuyasha whenever you want. And True. please do it. And um, I don't want to speak for all professors, but I bet, I bet if your professor has office hours, mm. you can probably take your Inuyasha drawings to them afterwards and be like, hey, you know, maybe can you, you know, I do like to do anime. Can you give me some feedback? Actually, yeah. you know, I don't know. This might be going... <laughs> I had uh, education specifically with, like, uh, comic artists yeah. and, like, comic art focused. So I could do that. So mm-hmm. if you have, like, maybe illustrator professors at your college or whatever, please, I bet they'd be happy to look at your, you know, Inuyasha art and tell yeah. you how to improve it. Yeah. In a friendly way that's positive. I hope yeah. so. Unless your teacher's a douchebag. Yeah. yeah. Maybe just avoid them all together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Um, well, I think this great is about job, wraps guys. it up. Yeah. It's a great, great job. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> You're great. It's good. Uh, actually, I was just going to ask if there's anything you want to plug. Yes. Sean Dempsey so, <clears throat> here with us. Yeah. So in general, just, uh, I don't know if I really, my name is Sean Dempsey. I'm a comic artist and illustrator. You can find my work at smdempseycomics.com. You might want to spell and, your last name. I Sorry. thought you'd just write it in oh, the thing. But yeah, that too. I'll, I'll leave a link. Just in case. Leave a link. Okay. Yeah, you, you know, I'll do it anyway. No, thank you, Stephanie. No, sorry. Sorry, I so interrupted. That's S-M-D-E-M-P-S-E-Y comics.com. And I'm also on Instagram at S-M-D-E-M-P-S-E-Y-Comics. That's S-M-D-E-M-P-S-E-Y comics. So, yeah. Cool. Definitely check it out. John's super talented. Well, super duper talented. Thank you. You're welcome. And witty <laughs> and loves puns. Loves a good pun. Loves a good I do pun. love a good pun, and now I feel like I'm on the spot. No, you don't oh, have to. Oh, nope, nope, nope. An ending. It's a pod last for the podcast. Whoa! Oh, that was more of a rhymer for the final. Is that a limerick? I don't know. Yeah, something. But Goodbye. Anyway. Well, anyway, thank you for <laughs> tuning out, in. Oh, sorry. Thank you for tuning in. Let's thank the viewers. Thank I mean, you. the thank listeners. You. Thank you for listening to me, because I'm... I'm a little drunk of this. Like, yeah, a, little yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. That's okay. I should have done a shot before. Next time. I think it's in the time. If there's a next time, I don't know. For we'll listening. See. Of course. There will always be a next time. Always. Well, I meant for this, me specifically. This is Stephanie. This one's Sean. This one's Cam. Uh, so. Yeah. Bye. See you next Thank time. You. See you Come next again. time. Bye. 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 <laughs>
Before we go, we just want to give some credit to Jonathan Stutz for providing us with um, their amazing music throughout this podcast. Um, if you want to find more of their music, including the song that you hear on uh, the intro and outro to our podcast it's called Rushing, you can find that at stutzmusic.bandcamp.com. And that's spelled S T U T Z music. Feel free to write to us at drunkartchatpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under Drunk Art Chat. Yeah, if you visit our anchor.fm uh, profile, which is just anchor.fm slash drunk dash art dash chat, you can also donate to us. If you're already supporting us by uh, subscribing, we thank you so much. And if you are feeling generous, you are able to uh, give either 99 cents a month, $4.99, or $9.99. Your choice. Um, or if that, that link is too long to remember, just go to bit.ly slash donate, all one word. And, uh, you know... That money will go towards drinks and paying for our SoundCloud account and all, all sorts of good stuff. All right, well, until next time, I'm Cameron Benamone. I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this has been Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat.